Today we're talking about next week's election, the latest escalations out of North Korea, a no-hitter in the World Series, and other top news for Friday, November 4th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour-over. Here's the quote of the day. To be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. C.S. Lewis. Let's get started with some espresso shots. If you've managed to avoid endless texts from campaigns, we'll fill you in. There's an election next week. Wednesday night, President Biden gave a surprise primetime speech where he spoke about rising threats to democracy and condemned recent political violence, blaming former President Trump for both. He specifically called out the roughly 300 candidates on ballots who will not commit to accepting the results of the election if they lose, calling it, quote, unprecedented, unlawful, and un-American. Republicans said Biden's speech was meant to, quote, divide and deflect instead of unite, and the president was criticized by both sides of the aisle for failing to mention the economy or inflation, most voters' top concerns. All signs point to a higher-than-normal turnout for the midterm elections, including record-breaking early voting in critical swing states like Georgia. Voting is an important and powerful way to create change, but as Christians, our hope is never contingent on the outcome of an election or the success of a political party. Regardless of whether your candidates win or lose, Jesus remains king. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. North Korea test-fired 23 missiles on Wednesday, including one that landed just 40 miles off South Korea's coast. That's the most missiles they've ever fired in a day and the closest a missile has gotten to South Korea since it split with its northern neighbor in 1948. South Korea was, uh, not pleased. It replied with its own warning missiles, but the North claims the South, quote, started it by conducting their largest ever joint military exercises with the U.S., a clear, quote, provocation. In better news, Ethiopian officials and the Tigray People's Liberation Front agreed to a truce that includes promises to send food and restore electricity to the Tigray region. In two years of fighting, an estimated 500,000 people died from war and famine. The UN has accused both sides of potential war crimes. The confidence that our eternity is secure regardless of what happens should color our every interaction. It allows us to be loving when others are hateful, kind when others are angry, and feel peace when others are fearful. Colossians 3.3 says, For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. In the world of the sports balls, the Houston Astros became only the second World Series team ever to throw a no-hitter. Contrary to the name, a no-hitter doesn't mean that no one hits the ball, but that no batters reached base safely via a hit ball. It was a combined effort for the Astros, who cycled through four pitchers. The other instance was unquestionably more impressive, Don Larson's perfect game in 1956, meaning one pitcher got out all 27 batters he faced. Meanwhile, Dan Snyder, the embattled owner of the Washington Commanders, hired Bank of America to explore the possibility of selling his NFL team, which could net upwards of $7 billion. Snyder and the team are being investigated by Congress, the Department of Justice, and the NFL for sexual impropriety and financial misconduct. Too often we let eternally insignificant things, like sports, control our mood and behavior. It's not wrong to enjoy these things, but remember that whether your team wins or loses, nothing of true importance has changed. Psalm 19.14 says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. This podcast is brought to you by MediShare. Have you ever stared at a $2,000 a night Airbnb listing thinking to yourself, you know, if I got 14 other people to come with me, this would be doable. Well, that's essentially what MediShare is, with a few tweaks. 
Instead of an Airbnb, it's your healthcare costs. And instead of 14 friends, it's 400,000 fellow Christians. And instead of you having to make things happen, it's MediShare taking care of everything. No, seriously, their concierge-style approach is part of why they have a 98% satisfaction rate. If you want to lower your healthcare costs, take some time to see if MediShare is right for you. We've got a link for you in the show notes. Healthcare sharing is not the best option for everyone, but is an excellent option for many. Take the time to research to see if it's right for you and your family. In other brews, we've got a rapid round of updates. It's deja vu all over again. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates by 0.75% on Wednesday in an effort to combat inflation. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell indicated they may raise rates by less next time, think half a percent, but also said he thinks rates will top out higher than previously expected. The stock market didn't like that news. Without acknowledging any wrongdoing, CVS, Walmart, and Walgreens agreed to pay almost $14 billion to resolve thousands of lawsuits accusing the pharmacies of mishandling opioids. Lawyers said the payments, quote, will bring billions of dollars to communities that are desperate for funds to combat the opioid epidemic. An FCC commissioner says the government should ban TikTok, citing concerns over a Chinese-owned app becoming such a critical piece of the nation's information infrastructure. TikTok has over 200 million downloads in the U.S., and that's roughly two-thirds the population. He might have said more, but he wasn't dancing, and there was no background music, so we moved on. Concession speeches were finally made in both Israel and Brazil. In Israel, the coalition led by conservative former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu defeated the center-left coalition led by incumbent Yair Lapid. In Brazil, the leftist former President Lula da Silva beat right-wing incumbent Jair Bolsonaro. This week, New York City began requiring salary ranges be posted on every job listing to increase pay transparency. But some of the ranges are broad. One position at Citigroup says it pays zero to two million dollars. That was apparently an error, but the range was updated to 59,000 to 159,000, which critics called, quote, equally unhelpful. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, give us a five-star rating and drop us a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend and we'll see you back here on Monday.